0: Welcome to Just One Drink, the podcast that takes a deeper dive on housewives and real lives. From cocktails with old friends to coffee with new ones, this show promises to give you more than just the Bravo buzz. So pour yourself something to sip on and settle in for Just One Drink. Hello, and welcome to the Just One Drink podcast, episode seven. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and today I'm so excited because I get the honor of interviewing someone very special. Because we take Bravo and our housewives very seriously around here, it was a huge get to be able to sit down with someone who not only rubs elbows with our screen queens, she also speaks regularly with the king of Bravo himself, Mr. Andy Cohen. This lady is living the dream, and I'm completely enamored with her, and soon you will be too if you're not already. Please help me in welcoming Molly Claire Goddard to the pod.
1: Molly, welcome hi guys that is like I feel like I've made it like that is I'm blown away thank you hey
0: you have made it lady I just happened to
1: I just happened to stumble on your
0: Instagram you've already made it I mean thank you for taking the time today
1: You, you have the coolest podcast ever of course oh my
0: gosh you are too sweet okay so listen before we go on Um, I would like to give the audience a proper introduction, okay? So, Molly is a writer and podcaster based in New York and Boston. After studying law at Suffolk University, she switched up her career path to put her endless knowledge of all things Bravo, housewives, and pop culture to good use. She's a writer for OK Magazine, and she's covered all the glitz and glam events you could imagine, and she's got the photos on her Instagram to prove it.
1: Um, I love your Instagram. This is how I found you and fell in love with you. <laughs> you want to know what though? It's funny that you say that. Like not to be um, like cheesy or anything, but like my whole thing too was like because you know as you as you laid out, my journey is a little <laughs> wow, yeah. Wow. Um, but but when I decided to kind of you know go into media and especially. Um, when I started doing my podcast, the biggest thing was like, you know, like, let's communicate. Mm-hmm. Let's communicate about real things. Let's communicate about fun things like Bravo and right. like, pop stars. And, like, and to me, that's what it's all about. So you just
0: talking, communicating. That. That's it. right. Well, listen, uh, before we go any further, can we do a
1: little drink check? Yes. Okay. I have my you? martini. What's going on? This
0: this looks like the um very New York Sex in the City Cosmo. What's the what it what is okay. what's the story here?
1: Okay, the story is a little long, but I'm going to give it to <laughs> okay. you. So I have to confess. Now I am a dirty mar- dirty gin martini, extra dirty. I knew we'd be $22. friends.
0: I knew we'd be friends. Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Absolutely, and typically, typically that's what I would have next to me right now. But um, I had a bit. I really hit it a little too hard uh-huh, yesterday. Uh-huh. At, Tell us. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we. It was me and my sister. Okay. And we actually there was a Housewives event here in Boston that we went to, and it was with Jen, Aiden, and Dolores, and oh, Teresa. Wow. Oh my and gosh! Brenda. And wow. All really fun girls. And um, so we went to that in the morning, and then we had the 1975 at night. Okay. <laughs> and you know, when you're out and about, and yeah. you're just like, I think in my head, I'm like, oh, dirty martinis, no sugar. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Monday morning runs rolls around, and you're Monday like, oh, morning oh. is yeah, not so bueno. Um, yeah, a
0: little tough, a little tough. I feel you, girl. I love your vibe. I love that you just randomly told us a story about being with the Housewives yesterday. What could you share about this event? This sounds really good to me.
1: Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, the event yesterday was, they, They. I have to say, I commend the Housewives so much on their work ethic. These women work so All hard the time. they're always doing appearances they're always you know so um yesterday was nice it was like a little cocktail hour Ooh. it was here in boston and um and then we got to see chat with the girls a minute Ooh. and it was really fun it was awesome and then they you know get up on stage and they answer questions it was like it's pretty cool wow
0: so i had recently yeah. read that there was like drama during the the taping of the recent season could you do you know if like, was there any? Did you sense a rift
1: between anyone? Not between those girls. Not between those girls. But okay. I will say, I have been blown away, and I'm. It makes me so excited for the season to see uh, Jackie Goldschneider kind mm-hmm. of. Um, hanging out with Teresa and I mean uh, it's published on okay so I can say it but um, (laughs) I I chatted with Teresa this week and she's really excited to get closer with Jackie. She's talking about how uh, her and Louie and Evan and Jackie are planning to go on double dates. Wow. So I'm excited for this chat. I think this is going to be interesting. I love when an alliance kind of (laughs) changes up. I feel like it keeps us engaged Keeps in the Keeps us franchise. on our toes. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am surprised. Right. Well, what do you think happened? I mean, not, not to go too much on a rant, but um, like, what do you think happened that made them push Jackie to become a friend of? And like, I, I kind of thought her storyline was interesting already. Like, why? Did, it just feels like they kind of got rid of her. What do you think about that?
1: You know, Jackie, first of all, I'll be so... I'm really the most annoying person, but in the way of, like, the housewives are genuinely... Mm -hmm. I feel like they all get a bad rap, but so many of them are so sweet. And Jackie Goldschneider is one of those people who is just outwardly generous, outwardly sweet, like, completely, like, real grounded.
0: Uh, What is... You said Teresa was at the event. Mm -hmm. What is she really like in person? I've heard so many, like... Stories.
1: What is she like with you? you know, super sweet. Okay. Super okay. sweet. And um, I think the thing is that I think people get confused about the housewives is like so an event like yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's really overwhelming. They have like this line of people that are coming up to see mm-hmm. them and like whatever. Um, but I think the thing about Teresa that people don't know is just she does like she's constantly. Working, she's working constantly, going, and she's like, and I think the only thing she's so sweet, she's beyond nice, mm-hmm. sweet, and like definitely, especially my interviews with her always gives the time of day of like being really present. But I think sometimes at like big events when people meet the housewives, um, it, it they can be like, oh my god, what's next? And it seems like maybe they're not mm-hmm. present, right? But I don't think it's ever. I mean, I mean, there's been. I won't name any names. You've some had people, some experiences. People. I can see that. <laughs> some people. But uh, definitely, definitely, I think with a lot of housewives, mm-hmm. there's just so much going on. Right. And sometimes they can't be super present. But Teresa, when you get to sit down with Teresa, yeah. she's super present, super nice. You
0: know, I get the feeling with her. I mean, I've been there since day one with New Jersey, and mm-hmm. um, I, I truly love the New Jersey girls. Um I feel like with Teresa, what you just said makes so much sense. I think she has really nailed this down as a career and she knows how to make it work for her in terms of giving the fans the time. I'm sure when she goes to these events, she's probably like putting on the right mode. She's activated in the right mode. Um, And she does seem genuinely grateful for being there, like in that that way that it's feeding her life and her career and her children or, or whatever, her house, let's say.
1: So, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think, like, I would say probably her and I would say probably Kyle. Okay. They are – this is their career. Mm-hmm. Like, they are – they've made this a a job. right? You know, that even if you're not on the show, it's still technically a job because that name, once your name is out right. there like that and people, like, have all these memories associated right. with you, you're always going to be helped.
0: Right. Right. And they take that seriously. Okay, well, that's good to hear.
1: Okay, so on
0: the heels of that conversation, tell us um, a little bit, for me, I'm so, like, enamored with what you do. I love that you're a writer and that you get to, like, go to these events and talk to these people and get the real take on who they are. So tell us a little bit about, like, what you do professionally.
1: Yeah, so it's so funny. I never intended to Mm -hmm. do what I do right now. It was... I, I never thought something like that was possible, um, especially because I, you know, I I actually, mm-hmm. this is, I'm not going to tell the whole story, but I grew up like doing musical theater wow. and I did like, I was crazy. I did like three shows a year, like the whole thing. Okay. And then I was like, okay, like I'm going to leave that behind. I'm going to go study law. And I did that and I realized, oh my God, this is like very depressing and boring and even if you're doing like even if you're doing like a state law like stuff is sad like it's not you know and it's a lot it's so incredibly difficult um so I kind of you know I had this moment where I was like okay we're gonna see if we can make this work but I have to tell you writing so I I write pretty much across the board for okay so if it's Kim Kardashian if it's you know Taylor and Travis if it's pretty much anything um, Bravo is my specialty, which um, I have a great, I have an amazing team that I've been with for two years now, and they have really just, we're a all-female team pretty much, and everybody is just beyond great. Um, and yeah, I write six stories a day, sometimes seven. Wow.
0: That is yeah, a I'm, lot. Really-
1: wow. Yeah.
0: So are you yeah, are then, you calling? Or are you do you have to like verify quotes? Or are you like doing like the whole like rep, actual rep, from a reporter? Like how do you, how does this really come together with your story? So I imagine like this is why you're around these celebs or you're talking with the housewife. So how does it really work?
1: Yeah. So basically, what will happen? And this is the nice way to do it because a lot of stuff can get kind of like mucky and a little like. You know, like a source here, a source there. But the best way that I love, and this is how I've gotten to know the housewives pretty well, is, you know, people say Dr. Nicole's doing a brand deal or something. She'll That PR person will reach out to me. How would you like to talk to with this housewife? I'm like, of course, you know. And then we get to sit and have about a 20-minute chat. And that's, that's a basis for a lot of my stories. But then, um, yeah, different sources and different... Um, a lot of times, you know how the news cycle works. A lot of times it's like, oh my God, Taylor posted Travis on our Instagram. And it's, we got to write about Taylor posting Travis on our Instagram, um, re- which is really fun. Especially if we love pop culture, it doesn't like work a lot of the time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been really, it's been really cool and unexpected. And, um, and then sometimes the best part is sometimes you get to go to really fun parties and you have like BravoCon, which is awesome so yeah it's definitely um definitely not not your average job but a cool job
0: i'm not even halfway done through my list of questions let me get a couple of these ones in here so um you've yeah. you've spoken with andy cohen you've talked to him you've interviewed him what is andy like in real life
1: andy is funny Andy's funny and it's it's nerve-wracking because he is he is the godfather of all, or, sorry, <laughs> goddaddies daddies of all God's God daddies. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, he is. He's really funny. He's, you know, oh, I would say he's probably the interview that I go into with the most prepped question because he's so busy. Like he, he, he does not have a lot of time. But when he gives you his time, he's very engaged. Um, I think the biggest thing to know about Andy is if you ever. See him do. Watch what happens live. That man is a machine. He is an absolute machine. It is like he is so on. I was actually at the Bravos, and when he did that big his opening number, number, yeah, one take. Wow. One take. Wow. I was like, wow, my gosh. But um, that's incredible. But I will say one thing. I will say about Andy about interviewing Andy Mm -hmm. is. If he doesn't like your question, you can read it on his face. But if he does like your question, wow. then you are really good. Yeah. <laughs> so. And he
0: seems very, yeah, he seems like super professional. Like I can I can see how, yeah. obviously, he's he's been in the media for so long. He knows how he's going to answer his questions. He's ready to go. So like when you come, yeah. you better be ready to talk to him. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so talk yeah. to me a little bit about... Bravo con so I'm so bummed so Ilona and I were dying to go my bestie Ilona we were dying to go we woke up in the morning we like logged in we tried to get the tickets could not get them I mean they they must have sold out in the first five minutes I think we logged in a little bit too late but my question to you is have you gone in the past I mean I'm assuming you've gone the last two years
1: Yes, it's so funny. My first BravoCon was um, New York, so 2022. And I had no clue what I was walking into. Uh, especially that, well, okay, so here's the story. Um, I had never done a red carpet before. Before Bra- the first, uh, not so 2022 BravoCon, not the 2018 one. Okay. Um, and I show up, well, innocent okay. as all can be. <laughs> and first of all, the people that work at Bravo are stellar like the PR people everybody who puts that all together they're beyond incredible and they're organized and they're great um and it was so funny that first year mm-hmm. I got I get to the press room and I'm like oh my gosh this is and it is like a media marathon because you you have Andy in front of you then you have Karen Huger in front of you and then you're like you really have to be part of the world and like know and think on your feet um, but it was so funny. My first ever red carpet was BravoCon and the first ever person I spoke with was Zandy.
0: Wow, no kidding.
1: Yeah. That must have been mm, um a little I-
0: intimidating, I would imagine.
1: Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. I was like, oh, my God. But, you know, I was like, "Okay, the hard part's over. Right. Everything from now is pretty good. So So what is it
0: like when you're so obviously you're like in the in the press um, areas. So then you're able to interview people, which must be a lot of fun. What is BravoCon Mm -hmm. like when you're just walking around? I mean, are you literally like bumping into the housewives everywhere you go?
1: So I think sometimes okay. sometimes it's funny. I especially when I'm when we're all kind of sequestered in the press room, I think some of us sometimes are like, Oh my god And some people will run out to panels and some people because the panels are so fun. Um and they're really it's really cool to be around everybody that's like you all love the same thing. You're all here because you find the same thing funny and you love it. Um and yeah, some, sometimes the Housewives, a lot of times they'll be at their booths at the at the Bazaar. Um, I wish I got to spend more time there last weekend um, because they are really, like, they care about, that's the place to sell your stuff. <laughs> right. You wanna, you're going to walk out of there with a pretty penny. Right. Um, so, yeah, they do a little bit. And then, you know, uh, lucky lucky enough for us in the press room, and it was funny, this year, the... It was so everything was so big this year. I mean, I I kind of believe that they're gonna keep it in Vegas. Yeah, I think, I think so too.
0: Yeah, it looked really season. built out. Like even from like the audience's perspective, like someone at home just looking on Instagram, they, it just seems like there were more experiences for attendees. Like there was uh, wait, and obviously it was televised. Like last year, was it even? I don't even know if it was televised at all
1: last year. I don't think it was televised so. last year. I don't think it was. Um. They, but they, everything was just like so stepped up, and it was so huge, and it's awesome for them at Bravo. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: It's it's really crazy. Um. But yeah, it's it's so it's the world that they end up creating, especially when you see you get to go, you get to see they have like Jessel's dress, (laughs) the the on display thing, the Jenny. And like uh-huh. oh yeah, like it's so oh I think funny. I saw that like, yeah. How oh crazy? Okay, gosh. so if I
0: don't so go next year, someone just shoot yeah. me because it's like I can't miss out
1: <laughs> again. What well, so people? I was saying, I was like, I think we all get amnesia every year because the other thing is too. You know, it's the best weekend. It's so much fun, but also you leave, you're like, did a bus just hit me? You're like, oh my god. It takes, it is like, there's so much visually going on around you and then you're walking, even if you're in the present you're like, oh my God, I just met so many people. It's like so a constant have, like, interaction
0: your- with like people and excitement all around you. Say no more, say no more. I can't hear any more about no. BravoCon. I am like, the FOMO <laughs> took over my spirit. Um, I saw oh. that you were, you've interviewed um, Heather and Terry Dubrow, you referred to them as your parents. What are
1: they Oh yeah, yeah. What
0: are they like in real life? What are they like in real life? Tell me. Is it exactly like
1: what you see? They are so unbelievably down to earth really? and I incredibly so and I adore them because um Heather, I'll never forget this. My first interview that I ever did where I was like going to like meet a housewife was okay. um was Heather and it was so funny. I, I go to the Equinox Hotel and I'm like, oh my God, like this is so crazy. Like I, you know. Uh-huh. And they brought me up to their hotel room. We had champs. They what? were so nice. Oh my God. It was, that is it amazing. was unbelievable. <laughs> and I said to them, I'm like, guys, I've never this is so crazy. Like I've I i can not believe I'm here. And they're just they love their kids. They do the show for the the right reasons. Okay. And you know, they couldn't be any more sweet. And they will always give a good interview that always has, like, the most classy amount of tea. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, I love that.
1: Oh, yes.
0: When you say say they give the classiest amount of tea, what, what what have you gotten from them, I guess, in the past that you could share?
1: Well, okay, I'll tell you this. Okay. Um, I I interviewed Heather a couple months. Like it was like right after the premiere of OC, and okay. she's so. I mean, I didn't notice because I hadn't seen the entire season yet, but she's so. She doesn't even need to be. She's so like, how do I say this? That's like the nicest thing possible. Her emotions are shade enough. They're not mean. She's just telling you exactly how she feels. So yeah, she she was honest. I remember she she told a lot of people, I think around that time, she was just like, yeah, this season was awful. I feel like it was a pile on, you know, and I was so shocked. I was like, Oh my god, I thought you were good with Emily and Gina. And and, you know, Terry was honest. He was like, you know, this season really took a toll on her, and it's not—it's—it's it's the classiest amount of tea because she's just saying how she feels. But it's you're like, oh my gosh, like, what right. do
0: you think happened? Um, what What is your perspective of what happened in OC this last season? Like, why do you think there was? A, it seemed like a pile on.
1: Yeah, you know, I think something interesting happens when you know, and and this is why I think. This is why Heather and Terry are so, Mm -hmm. so wonderful because they have so much, but they don't act it. They don't, like, I think people are surprised to hear that, that they are not hoity-toity. They're not, like, they are very down to earth. And I think sometimes when you get into an arena where, like, things are competitive. So if you're, if you're a Tamra or if you're a Shannon and you're looking at Heather, Okay, you you might get really intimidated because yeah, she's super nice. She has a great house, she has a wonderful husband, she has awesome kids. So maybe that's why I do think that there's like a money intimidation, but okay. you have to be you have to get past that. It's not yeah, you know. I also think um, act that way.
0: like I also think I love that you're saying this. Um, I think that for let's say a comparison to Tamara and, and now just taking it from the entertainment perspective. Like the character that Tamara carved out for herself is she's always going to have to compete really hard because she's, in my opinion, carved out this like dramatic person where it's like if she's not yeah, throwing a napkin yeah. in somebody's face and she's not trying to stir the pot, it's like then who really is she on the show? We don't we don't know another Tamara. This is a Tamara we know. And Heather has carved yeah. out this character where it's like, They're building these great things together. She has that great relationship with Terry, the kids. So it's like she doesn't have to be dramatic and crazy to make herself relevant on the show. It's like we like watching Heather just for who Heather is, I think, my opinion.
1: Yeah. And you know what? She's really assertive. So like in a season like that, I I thought her reunion performance was so great. Because I think she came in. She said exactly what she needed to say. Yeah and also I will say I love her friendship with Gina and Emily okay especially Gina but I think with Gina and Emily it's a very realistic friendship because sometimes you have friends mm-hmm. and the miscommun- sometimes you can have friends that you love and some the miscommunication yeah. just happens and you're right. like what you thought this right and that's very real that's very honest Listen, there's always going to be little tiffs with your friends. Yeah. That's why we watch this show. Right. Like I think the perfect example was, like, Sutton this week on Beverly Hills. Yes. You know? Talk to me and about I'm what happened Sutton. there. Girl, talk to me. I I don't – I love Sutton Strack. Okay. She is so freaking funny. She's so down to earth. Okay. And she – I think if you get it, yeah. you understand, like – i I think it's because I'm a cancer okay and when you're a cancer you're so ruled by your emotions yeah. and sometimes I did I do think she was sad that she didn't get picked to go on stage yeah and sometimes you have emotions that you're like oh my god and whatever and then you're like you go back up like five minutes later you're like oh my god why did I freak out like that's Yes. Better. so I and that stuff like that yeah that is perfect drama and <laughs> the perfect perfect
0: drama we come we, on we, we on for now. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's that, that stuff that really happens. Yeah, 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 Where you have a friend who's randomly having a meltdown at this club. Right. And you're like, oh, my God. And they're like, I'm sorry, but also. Right. You know. Hilarious.
0: Um, Hilarious. I So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't fault her for what happened last week. I think that it's true to her brand, even, where she's walking off. She's like, I'm on the board of, like, the American Ballet. Yeah. It's like, okay, you can use that. Fine. We understand. Um. But did you so funny. By the way, I can't get over. Her. I just read and now I don't know where I read this. Maybe it was okay. Um I read the um divorce like the 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 divorce settlement with her and her husband. This woman is oh, like filthy yeah. rich. Right. <laughs>
1: He is – she has money, honey. I yeah. think, honestly, she's – I think she has, like, Lisa Vanderpump money. You think so? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't know anything. I do not know anything other than mm. – well, I, I don't even – I actually don't even think that we report on that specifically because I don't okay. – We have to make sure the numbers are, like, super correct. Yes. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I – I don't know anything, but she, it sounds like she has Lisa Vanderbilt money. Damn. And she should. She's fabulous. I, like, actually mm-hmm. gave up
0: reading that article halfway through because the line after line paragraph after paragraph was just, like, how much she was making off of each asset that the husband and her, I guess, built together. And I was just like, you know what? The hell is it. She's like a multimillionaire. I don't even need to get to the bottom of this thing.
1: <laughs> it's like the story. Told no, itself. I, I want to be stuck in. That's like that's every divorcee's dream. got the dream. <laughs> that, that is so
0: hard.
1: good for her. You know what? Good for her. Okay, who are you? A final
0: question. Is there a housewife mm-hmm. that you're just dying to interview or hang out with? Like who's who's like on your wish list?
1: Oh, wish list. <laughs> um so funny. I mean maybe maybe Kyle. Okay. Maybe Kyle. I mean, I've never interviewed her before. Okay. And this would be the season to interview her, but I'm trying to think. Yeah. Um well the, the housewife that I say I would oh like I have been fortunate enough to hang out with and I've gotten to know her and her incredible family super well. And if if Meredith Marks no. ever if you want to hang out with one housewife, it is Meredith really? Marks. Really she is so fun. She's so nice. Her family wow. is incredible. Okay. So I I mean, I know her, but if it was like, who do I want to hang out with? I always want to hang out with Mary. Okay. She's the best. Okay. <laughs>
0: She's wow. The best. I would not expect to hear that. That's interesting. Oh, by the way, on that note, I would love to like drive through like Taco Bell, like a drive through with her yes. and see like, how, I yes. want to see her eating, like ordering and eating. So that's like also like, like, that would be, like, a thing, a vibe.
1: I actually, I'm using this platform. I could go on for days about <laughs> the girls in New York. I'm going to call them out specifically. Bryn Whitfield, Uba, Jessel Tank, my girls. It's, side two. Yes. I met them before the show okay. premiered. Uba was being honored at a cancer gala. Oh. And I, this was right before the show premiered, and we, me and my colleague went and um, I got to chat. I, she gave me the greatest interview, and then we go into the Scala, and we were like, we had no food. we had no seats, and if not like, <laughs> we had no seats in a bad way to them. It was yeah. just like we didn't know. And, and Bryn and Uba were like, "Come sit at our table. Come over here." Oh my gosh, how sweet! And they we they, like the funniest, nicest girls. Wow. They deserve. I am so happy to see them so celebrated because they are so sweet. So nice yeah. and just downright funny. I really love. Funny. I
0: loved this cast. Um, I I was a diehard New York uh, fan from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gotta tell you, this cast made me not miss my old girls. I didn't miss them, other than Luann and Sonia. Who, Andy, if you're listening. Please get, lake, please give us more crappy lake. And maybe they don't have to go back to Crappy Lake. Maybe they go across the country helping out little towns that need a little revitalization. Wouldn't it be wonderful?
1: I, agree. I think Crappy Lake is the perfect, perfect yes. venue. Like, yes. like they I cackled. I cackled. Yes. It is so rare. Yes. That I cackle out loud. It was so funny. It's so perfect. Yeah. And it, and listen, our past Roni was so great. Yes. We though I i said this. This sounds like a crazy statement. Like many of the statements stuff I out in my mouth. But um, I like to compare like old Roni to like it's like vintage cinema in a way. Okay. It's like Citizen Kane. For me. <laughs> okay. Like 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 Scary Island is Citizen Kane for me. Oh
0: you know? my god! Yeah. And
1: I actually. I actually have, I've said that to one of them and I think they looked at me like, are you crazy? I'm like, yeah, it. Wow. Um, but uh, oh that, if that was so good and we're always going to have that yeah. to go back. To. Yes. But I just, you know, though, especially in New York city, we are so, the new cast represents so much,
0: so much. City. Yeah. So well. Like I think, Oh so wow. Well. yeah, I think that these girls, they really, they nailed it. Like. They were and I have to like borrow a phrase that's been overused talking about this cast, they're like a breath of fresh air, truly. There was no yeah. extra nonsense. Yeah. They're they were they seem to get along enough, right? Like you believe that they're really. friends, you believe that they're and they probably are friends in real life. I mean, I don't know that for certain, but yeah, they're definitely. they are, friends. right? From what I
1: know, they're really close. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I
0: think they were wonderful. Yeah. And it's great for um women to see, like I think women of any age, twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. Like just to see women getting along, and especially someone like me watching like career-driven women and women who have started a family and still continuing with their career, and then you have Brynn, who's like you know a, whole, a a family hopeful, and she'd love to be in that world. Right. I've been there, and I get it, and I'm you know in my own uh, journey getting to that point and in, in having my own family. So it's like I understood. I immediately. Kind of took to her storyline and um you just feel for it they just seems like such nice women in general
1: they are they yeah they so are and it's funny i, I the 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 storyline of watching you know jessel and her fertility yes. struggle and, and talking about how she didn't tell her family right. like i that blew me away yeah. Because those are the kind of things that, like, yeah. you know, we're out here going through. And especially, I mean, not so much for me at the moment, but, like, Bryn yeah. and Uba, I literally – I'm, I'm watching this and I'm going, thank God. We have these single women who are out there dating and they're paying their own rent and they're doing – thank God we have them on TV because even now sometimes you look around and you're like, oh, like – where 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 are those? Where are the girls? Where are the like, single where are girls? Single? girls? Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like, good we to sex see. Sex in the City for so long, but you know, yeah. they remind me of yeah, Sex in the City. Nice. Like
0: to me, this was like yeah. the re- the real life Sex in the City. It feels like, yeah,
1: yeah. And I like how it's balanced. You know, we have Aaron and we have Sai, who are home and like they're married and they have yeah. these. You know, and then we have jenna who's just jenna fucking, jenna fucking my god that's right and we got all of her <laughs> the powerhouse stories it's yeah very balanced do you it's think awesome. jenna will and, uh, come
0: back how do you feel about jenna returning for season two do you think that she'll want to come back i
1: uh, i don't know i mean i think that bravo will roll out the red carpet and okay. do whatever they need to get her back um but you know i can say this it's hard there's a lot that comes with being a person on bravo there's a lot of things to go to there's a lot of and you know there's a lot of stuff and it's all fun but you have to really commit i think and it's not it's not jenna's jenna has so many other commitments too but she might i don't know i don't know i would love to see her back but you know, there's a lot of irons in the fire, so who knows? I know it's like um I'm
0: fearful that she won't want to return either, for just to w- get her privacy back, maybe, or maybe the show was. Mm-hmm. If, it almost seems like the show is not doesn't come natural to her in the way that she's not trying to give for the camera. She's just sort of like, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm already here. Like she's a fifty-something woman who like built an empire. She doesn't. I hate to say it this way, but she, yeah. she doesn't need the show. The show brings an element. To her life, that either she can take it or leave it. But, yeah, Jenna, if you're definitely. listening, please come back. We would love to see you. I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> please. I love her apartment. I look at her apartment all day. Oh my God, that bathroom. I I'm like, I'm obsessed. I know. Um, but, but yeah, I, I hope Jenna comes back too. But, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, it's a very big commitment. So, do you very know awesome. anything? Can you give us some? Um,
0: any industry I
1: secrets I okay I, uh, you know i feel so boring because i feel like i should have industry well, secrets i don't i'm like not with jenna i'm like no damn it i don't know okay i thought i was gonna tap if into I pew, something if I pew, yes if i find out anything okay he will be the first i will go we need to we need to pack blessings i have an announcement
0: thank you okay Molly, unfortunately, I have hit the bottom of my glass, and this is the part of the show where I have to say goodbye. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a good one, and we can't wait to do this again real soon. Thank you for listening to the Just One Drink podcast. If you've had a drink, no driving. And if you're driving, absolutely no drinking. Unless it's coffee, or water, or anything non-alcoholic, really. You get the point. Like I was saying, thank you for tuning in and let's do this again real soon. For more episodes, listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow along in real time on Instagram or watch the recorded episodes on YouTube by searching Just One Drink Podcast.